Hi, uh, I'm Matt Yule. Hi, I'm Chris Yule. Welcome to Finish It. The Completionist Interactive Fiction Podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, every year we celebrate <laughs> America. <laughs> hey, guess what? Is it the new book? No, I'm sorry. We don't I'm have sorry it yet. it's not the new book, but we don't physically have it. Chris didn't check to see if a book that he wanted to, to us to read was even uh, so we could get. And Matt didn't check to see <laughs> if I had checked to see if it was a book we could even get our hands on. So anyway, we'll reveal the book soon, I guess. This, I don't think we have yet, but um, for now, just know that we just got to wait for it to get here and then we could do it. Yep. Did you uh, want, do we have anything special to reveal the book? I'll, I know what I have special to reveal is that it's yeah. the day we salute America <laughs> with a good old fashioned American style salute done. Yeah, which most one is effectively I don't know. We don't do a salute. We do a, a hand on your heart. It's this one. It's like that's when, an, that's if for you're going, every American. It's this one. <laughs> that's just wiping the sweat from one's brow. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the idea. Okay. No, it's it's uh, it's a a chance for. A people and a country to come together and kill time until they get the book that they need to do the <laughs> next chapter of their amazing podcast. People often ask me, what is the 4th of July about? And my answer to them is always the same. It is the celebration of the hot dog. <laughs> it's the celebration of the hot dog. Can I say something? Can I be if, candid? If it's not wiener sandwich, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> wiener sandwich. <laughs> okay, great. What's your what version you of a say? wiener sandwich? I'll go first. Yeah. Two hot dogs. You microwave them. You split them in half. You put yep. a little bit of mayonnaise on two pieces of bread, Whoa. and you lay lay them down next to each other on the bottom piece of bread. You know, yeah. splay it out, and then you put the top piece on, and then you get your wiener sandwich. What's your version? Split that. A wiener and then peanut butter jelly nope. and the wiener nope. split and then nope. you're good. Nope. <laughs> so, the, no. <laughs> so the wiener's the bread? Yeah, the wiener the bread. Hey, happy 250. The man. wiener the bread, the sweeter the wiener. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy episode 250. Do you know what was happening in this country 250 years ago? The year was 1773. Is that correct? America was about doing a revolution, wow. more or less. Is that right? Yeah, uh, the Boston Tea Party was in 1773. What? Yeah. Is the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember what that is? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, I don't really want to get into That's very it. fortuitous. I could tell you didn't want to get into it. That's very fortuitous, <sighs> though. To episode 250, and we're going to take a little look back 250 years ago. We just did it. It's done. Yeah, yeah, 250-ish years ago, yeah. Uh, to, uh, I'll just tell everybody what we're reading today. Okay. Are we actually, are we are going to reveal what the next book is, though, also, right? I mean, I guess that technically while we're recording, the voting hasn't ended. That's true. It's got like three more hours. But I will say that voting has stopped. That's <laughs> <laughs> an important distinction. All voters have done their, their patriotic duty. As far as we and know, and the users have spoken overwhelmingly. Uh, well, that's true. It's mild, pretty overwhelming. Mildly overwhelmingly in favor of you are a shark. Cause that's just, right. Da, 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 da. What an oddity, right? Yeah. And I'm excited to check it out, but it will it will be it is a little trickier to get our grubby paws on than we expected. Yeah, but nothing's going to stop us. Don't worry, folks. Just like yeah. nothing stopped the colonizers from <laughs> Not the getting col- away from their other colonizers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like, no, 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 we want this now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are celebrating this day. By reading Spy for George Washington. Spy for George Washington. Who is the spy for George Washington? You and I are the spy for George Washington. That's right. We're we all are, complicit. We're all complicit. We're all the spy for George Washington today. Uh, you were excited about this one, Matt. Yeah, man. Well, not initially. You weren't? I thought you were no, into how the about, idea. Let's do a read cheese jangle and then I could... Did I say read cheese? Read cheese. Mm. What is that? Is it good? It's bound to be. Here we go. Feel real good. Tease. Tease me with a. Tease today. I wanna feel real good. 
my read tease today is that celebrating George Washington wasn't enough for me on this oh, 4th whoa. of July. I decided to also join amazing America's favorite superhero team. What? You need I, a read? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yep, I did. You just wait. You just That's no. Wait. There's no way. I did. Mm, all right. Well, that's a really cool read tease, if true. My read tease... Well, see, my read tease isn't even that neat. Uh, my read tease is... Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. I don't know. I think I, know. I know what you're talking about. Nah, now. there's no way we got the same thing because we've never read this before. So why would we make the same choices? And there are 31 insane. endings, so there's no way we got the same. The thing. chances are astronomical. As a as a revolutionary child, I met strangers in the dark. What? And joined them on on their crusade. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't love the sound of that, but we'll we'll see how this plays out. I will say that I didn't I didn't have much I wasn't thinking this would be much of a book and then uh really got into it like it was I was pretty stressed out and I really wanted to have a good adventure and were you stressed uh, it was out like oh just I was like oh I just don't want to be caught doing this by stuff so you were stressed out by what was happening in the read not before yeah. you started the read yeah in a good way it was like tense tense oh, like good a thriller okay. I thought you were you were I think you meant you were stressed out getting into it no can I. I'm feeling snacky, and I don't think it's going to be a loud snack. <laughs> Do you think I can snack during this? I don't think that you should. What is it? Why can't you wait? Why don't you close your eyes? Let's <laughs> see if I can guess what it is. See okay. if you can. No, I just want to know if you can actually hear me eat this snack. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. You got your eyes closed? Yeah, real closed. Oh, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's really loud. You can hear that? It's unbelievable. What is that? That's some pirate's booty. You just finish it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. I thought it might work. It didn't work. No, I know it. It didn't work. <laughs> Sometimes things don't work. <laughs> I have to make a whole thing of it. <laughs> Sometimes you want one pirate booty, but you don't have to make a whole thing of that either. <laughs> All right. Do you have a segment? Isn't it a segment time now? It is segment time because that's what we have to do first. That's great. Get ready. Here it comes. Okay. Predictions. Predictions. Wow. Yeah, that's what it's like in the Revolutionary War. That's right. None of my jangles sound exactly like that, so it's cool. <laughs> you haven't even heard the theme song yet. Um, okay, this is the time where we make predictions about things that we think will happen in this book. Because now that's that we've correct. started it, we have to read it every year until we've actually finished the book. Um, can you refresh me real quick with that number of endings? How many years it's going to take us to read this book, ideally? Well, with 31 endings, sure, uh, we should be done with this in 16 years. Okay. So what year will that be? What year is it now? No, that'll be uh, tw- uh, 2039. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound right? It doesn't sound right, but it doesn't sound wrong. Is... Yeah. So we've got a journey ahead of us, everybody. Yeah. But we're going to make some predictions now to track yeah. for the entire journey. And even if America comes to an end, we'll still continue to do this book if we are allowed to. And uh, usually I just make up my predictions as we roll. Yeah, I hate that. But this time, <laughs> I knew the book was going to be very historical about a lot of oh. his, uh, historical stuff. So it's going to be a lot harder to do that now. Right, 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 right. You don't want to sound foolish also. Yeah, so I'm going to have a hard time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to kick it off, or you want me to? Well, let's go first. <laughs> uh, okay, my first prediction is that uh, Benjamin Franklin says a dad joke, and you roll your eyes. Oh, that's pretty good. Thanks. That's pretty good. 
Do you I want counter? I, I don't think I do because I've, okay. I've been too gung ho with the counter predictions yeah, yeah, yeah. in the past. No, no, I am going to counter predict that. Whoa. I think he's going to say a dad joke and you're going to laugh. You're going to enjoy it. Because I think if we make, meet Ben Franklin, he's going to make a joke. And I think we'll heartily laugh in appreciation. Got it. You walked right into that one, man. I guess I guess you I did. blew it. All right, What's my your, my first, first prediction? prediction is that we're going to end up riding with Paul Revere. Whoa! Is that this time period? It is. That's wonderful. Although he didn't, he didn't really do. I it, think you're going to end up riding on his horse. I won't say if you're with if he's on the horse also or if he's not on the horse also. All right. Well, that's different. So you're saying we'll end up riding on Paul? You're going to do Paul Revere's ride. Either with that's him. different again. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? You're going to okay. do Paul Revere's ride. You're going to participate in Paul Revere's ride. Just making it vaguer on and vaguer. horseback. Mm. <laughs> on his horse. On his horse. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Either with him or without him. I counter. Okay. You'll participate in Paul Revere's how uh, ride on on a different horse. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good All right, my next prediction, if you're yeah. ready. I'm ready. George Washington sentences you to death. Oh, man. I, I'm, okay, I've got one. <laughs> a prediction? No, a counter prediction. A counter, I see. George Washington congratulates you for doing a good job. That's not, no. <laughs> it's the opposite of sentencing no, someone to death. Bringing you back to life might be the opposite. <laughs> okay, I will not counter that one then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very good, though. George Washington specifically will sentence you to death. That's what I said and wrote down. Brutal. Okay. My uh, next prediction, then, because I'm not Mm. touching that, (laughs) is that you, I think we will have an opportunity to turncoat and, oh, yeah, and become a British, become a Tory, join the, join the Tories. Okay. I think we will join the British. All right. I'm going to leave that uncountered. Uh, my final prediction is that you sign the Declaration of Independence by accident. <laughs> That's very good. That's very, very good. I kind of want to say that you'll sign it on purpose, but I'm not going to do that. You could say that. I, I mean, if you think you get to sign it as yourself, that's pretty, that seems unlikely. It feels but, unlikely. Yeah. But you don't know. I think at some point in this, this is my final prediction. I'm not countering that. Okay. Okay. Uh, you will put on a fancy uh, George Washington-style wig. I mean, a lot of people wore those back then. Yeah, but you're a boy. You're a little boy. You're not going to put on a big gray one. It's gray. You're going to put on a gray one. <laughs> a gray wig, okay. Yeah. Gray or white. Give me that. No, they were all pa- white powdered wigs. Yeah, but boy, little Everybody boys didn't wore wear them. them. Little boys didn't wear them. Little boys didn't wear them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, I got it. All right, that's good. I won't counter since uh, you only got the one counter. I'm, I'm going to not go crazy. Okay, all right. I'm glad we're playing it conservative so we can really make sure we had your bets to win this book that we'll finish in 15 years. <laughs> we want to bring in 2040 with a successful bunch of countering. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be 2043, let's be honest. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh. Good predictions. It, it, please let us know your predictions for Spy for George Washington. Yeah, or and if just, you want to wait, it's okay. Yeah, but no, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to read this book for 16 years because that would be a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if anybody out there has just started this one for fun and they're like, ah, oh. oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of starting things for fun, should we start this book now for fun? Uh, yep. Yes. This typical warnings, as usual, we do have a, a dedication for Dick Jordan and Pat Cooney, Manual High School, Denver, Colorado. I feel like it sounds like a couple of good old American heroes there, Dick Jordan and Pat Cooney. Yeah. Manual High School. Manual. Manual. It's just the word manual. Yeah. Like do it yourself. Yeah, you better get in there. Can you bust out this great uh, first sentence for us? Uh, This is one of my most favorite first sentences in a book ever. The summer of 1777 is a hot one in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We got an actual map over here. We recently declared, colonies recently declared themselves independent of England. Yes, this is a nice, legit map, like not even a joking map. 
Yeah, it's shown us the Hudson River and uh, lots of little special spots along the Hudson River that presumably. Now you lived will in New York. Important. Does this look familiar to you? No, no. Uh, the place I lived is a tiny little dot here, and I didn't go anywhere else. <laughs> the one that's NY, that's Manhattan. I've been there. You never went the one to that's Dobbs Brooklyn, that's Ferry? Where I lived. Here we go to Dobbs Ferry. I don't know what that is. You go to Terrytown? Terrytown? Yeah, you go there. I just got there today. That's in uh, <laughs> that's in Zelda. <laughs> uh, we'll have to talk about that later. That's good. Stuff. It's really changed a lot. Hey, there's guys. Brooklyn's on the map, though, Matt. Brooklyn. I right know. There. That's because that's where this book begins. Remember? That's pretty exciting. Was that exciting really for you? Exciting. Yeah, it was exciting for me. You that's ever had a hot about one in Brooklyn? Brooklyn? Yes, frequently. Mm-hmm. Nice. So the British troops are occupying New York and the area around. Uh, we're not waiting any longer. We want to join the revolution. So we slip away from our chores and go down to the Red Lion Tavern and find yeah. Robert Smith. From the cure. That was, that's what I was assuming also. Yep. Didn't Google it, but I guess it's got to be him. Oh, I have proof that it's him coming up. I'll, I'll jump in. Okay. We, our families have known each other for a long time. And we have to be careful that no Tories overhear us as we're yeah. talking. Strange times indeed. No Tories us. No Tories us. Although in this drawing, while we're talking, there's a bartender lingering back there. Really lingering in a very suspicious way. Look at that eyebrow raise, that uh-huh. eye, left eye looking like it might be looking at us. Turned sideways to us, so his ear is pointed right mm. at us. Mm. Smith loves his pipe, doing his pipe. Yep. And he likes that we want to help, but the revolution uh, needs us for sure. But he thinks we're just too young. It's too, too da- young. it's too dangerous. Not a boy's work. And then he thinks for a second and says, then again. <laughs> what does he do while, while he's thinking for a second? His voice trails off as he thinks for a moment. No, after he says, maybe. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, oh, tugs- oh, you hadn't quite got there. Oh, yeah, he yeah, said, then yeah. Again. He says, then again, maybe. And he tugs at his whiskers. Right. But there's not really any whiskers on his face in this illustration. Huh. I think it means cat whiskers, like Robert Smith probably has. Oh, right. Definitely. He would absolutely have cat whiskers. Well, you could barely see him, but he's got them. If you had cat whiskers, you would not want to tug on him. Maybe just lightly, because you're like you're maybe sleepy, because you're just talking to some kid in the middle of the night, trying to wake yourself up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess not the middle of the night, but yeesh. So he, after after thinking after telling you that it's too dangerous for someone as young as us, he thinks for a second and says, "Actually, I think I do have a mission for you," because uh, he thinks the British are suspicious of him. Yeah, otherwise he was going to do it, but now it's too dangerous. Yeah, George Washington is camp 60 miles from here, uh, up the Hudson. Near He's, Haverstraw. 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 He's waiting for the British's next move. Everyone thinks the British is go- are going to sail up the Hudson to Albany, right? Albany. Albany. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they have a spy. Robert Smith said this, says they have a spy that found out the British are going to move on Philadelphia in three days. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So we need to get a message, a secret message to George Washington. He yeah. thinks we might be young enough to slip through the British lines. And we say we, we go up to Kinderhook, up the Hudson, to visit our Uncle Samuel every year. So that yeah, makes us referencing even... the the map, that's way further than where Washington's at. Yikes. That's maybe another 60 miles past that even. That's wild. Yeah. So that would be the perfect cover, Smith thinks. Yeah. But if they catch us, we'll hang. Yes. Which is, and he arches his eyebrows at us to make sure that we understand. Yeah. And also because he tugged a whisker too hard. He's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but we say we'll do it. We don't hesitate. So he tells us where to rendezvous. Uh, and he also promises that he'll tell our family that we're on an important mission. Yeah, that's good. Which is great. That's just yeah. nice to know. That way yeah. I don't have to do it. Yeah. We have to go find a Captain McGillicuddy at the docks. And we hightail it out of there because a couple dudes come in that are Tory spies. So we just, we leave. It's, yeah. The conversation's over. And then we go down to the docks and we meet McGillicuddy and he's like, hey, what do you need? And he's got a real strong Scottish brogue. And he, he's like, you say, oh, Robert Smith sent me. And he's like, doing a wee bit of espionage, are we? Come and on. So we, nope. And it's so not we fun if you the, don't do the voices. Doing a wee bit of espionage, are ye? Nice. So then we get in the rowboat with him, and, and we're like, oh, he's still alive. But he keeps it down while he's rowing. Yeah. And we go scooting right across the East, East River over to Manhattan. We hop out on the wharf, and he's going to wait for us. He gives us a wink in case uh, we, we need him. Uh, the police is all burnt out. 
in this section of Wall Street? This is that kind of annoying thing where um, it's it really is six or seven pages in a row to start off the book, but they yeah. make you skip around. They're like, now turn to page fifteen. <laughs> it's like, well, I like it. I think it's fun. But we're not we're not making choices yet. Just put it all in a row until I make a choice. <laughs> Don't try to trick me into reading more. Anyways, we're here. That New York is all burnt up. It's pretty. It's pretty rough. Yeah. And we find the rendezvous point. Yep. And a voice says, a friend of Smith's? She'll probably wink. Should not just say that to everybody. Shouldn't just Joseph. say that, because yeah. I think anybody who's there would be like, yep. Although I guess if you said that to me, I'd be like, who? Uh, yeah, yeah, Although that's Although the last name is Smith, so I'd be like, oh, uh, which? <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we nod. He's just done, so he he's he gives us an envelope. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's, he'll give it to anybody. He said, here's the envelope, and he tells us to go to Ephraim's stable in the morning on Maiden Lane. And say your name is Culpepper. He'll give you See, a See, things are getting fun. This is spy stuff. Call me Culpepper. Call me Culpepper. They call me Culpepper. I say my name is Culpepper, and they give me a horse. Whoa. Um. So he's like, leave before dawn, but get some sleep tonight so you're ready. Uh, McGillicuddy can chase someplace to rest. Right. And I'm like, why should I leave right now? He's like, the British are really out at night. And you better to wait till just before dawn. So we can either decide to sleep or go right now. I mean, I think we're both, I think I know what you decided. I think yeah, we both course. decided to go right now, yeah? Yes, yeah, so we're going right now. Why didn't either Foolish. of us sleep? It would have been cooler to sleep. No. Ah, we would have done better probably if we slept. Anyways, where are we? I lost the page. Page 12. Thank you. So we were like, I'd rather start tonight. And he's like, all right, but be super careful. I'm out of here. And he leaves. And then we're smart. We hide the letter in our boot. It's a good yeah. first move. Make it stink. We go tell McGillicuddy that we're leaving tonight, so we don't need his help anymore. Please. <laughs> and we go to where we're supposed to meet Ephraim at his stable, and we knock and pound on the door until he wakes up in the middle of the night. But he is all willing to help when we say, I'm Culpepper. I'm Culpepper. Uh, we decline his coffee. We're just rude to the core. Rude. Dumb. And he gets the horse all ready for us. It's ready. There's a saddlebag with provisions and all that stuff. And we're off. We clip-clop down through the sleeping city. I think it's the horse. No, I think we're clip-clopping. It does say you. It okay. says you clip-clop, yeah. But the, I imagine we're on the horse while we're clip-clopping. Oh, I see. We managed to kind of navigate the city without having any run-ins with British soldiers. And soon we're out in the outskirts of town, in the moonlit fields and hills of rural Manhattan Island. Nice. Somebody did a lot of research here on yeah, old, really on old, on old New York. It does set the scene. Yeah. We're uh, going past Bloomingdale Road, but we stay on Old Post Road on the yep. right. And now, a few miles up, we see a small group of people on horseback gathered in a clearing. And they're in dark clothes with pointed hoods. Always good. Not, Always a good thing. Didn't feel excited when I heard about this. <laughs> and as soon as they see us, they kind of like disperse. And... Everything seems all creepy now and spooky because that was weird. Yeah, yeah. So a moment later, a shadowy figure on horseback emerges from the trees ahead and hails us. Now, are we going to stop and see who this is or are we going to bolt on our horse? Well, this is a great decision. Yeah, and it's the second time we've made a decision, so the chances of us making the same decision again are, is pretty low. Yeah, yeah. So what did you do? I stopped to see who it is. That's what I did. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're the worst. <sighs> <laughs> Page 39, it is. Okay. Cool picture here of some spooky people in the dark. One of them definitely in a pointed hood. Yeah, that's a very pointed hood. Black hood. It is a black hood. That's not a black hood in the picture. Well, that's the moonlight hitting the black hood. Uh, okay. I don't love We approach it. cautiously and we hear a woman's voice say, God save the king. We play it safe. We say, God save the king. And a bunch more people come out. And somebody behind us says, shall we go to the knight errant and cut off his head? For he has strayed the path. It's not great. No, no, no. Is it a cult? Is it some other weird thing? We have another choice right here. We can either play along and say, yes, death to the knight errant. Or say, we can say, I think you've got the wrong person, which is also really good. (laughs) Um, Now, okay, this is the third choice. So I don't know if there's any statistics heads out there, but the chances of us... (laughs) Three in the row the same. It's got to be pretty small. So, Matt, what did you choose to do here? Yes, death to the knight, Aaron. That's also what I chose to yeah, say. Yeah. 
Yes. And then and so we say that, and then the hooded figure says, welcome, fellow Avenger. And I guess I see <laughs> right? what you're referring to. This book just got 10,000 more times interesting. Yeah. So this guy's name is Arzad, and he tells us to follow the Countess. It's weird that we his name f- is Arzad. far to go. Yeah. And um, so the woman at the front starts up the road, and we're now we're in a cool club or society or something. Uh, the Avengers. So, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to Kingsbridge, and the British guards just kind of stand back, and they, like, really motion her through. And she says something about slaying the knight errant to them, and they're like, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's weird. Yep. Said the British, right? Yep. And then there's a yee-haw. Yeah. Screams that ring. ain't the British. Screams ring out. It's an ambush. People come from the trees. So Arzad yells to scatter. Pistols are going off. It's crazy. Yep. We just follow Arzad. Smart. Let's we'll tur- scatter right behind you. Yeah, well, we scatter together <laughs> in a line <laughs> through the dark woods. We zigzag for a long time through some country lanes and, uh, uh, you know, some brush, I imagine. Yeah, there's going to be brush. And at the end of the lane, we get a dark mansion. Yeah. Oh, he did yell to everybody. He yelled, meet at the mansion when it first yeah, yeah, yeah. When the ambush happened. So we're there. We're at a mansion anyway. We go inside and he's like, you go upstairs and check on the uniforms. I'll prepare the special weapons. Cool. Yeah. So we're walking up the stairs. It's creaky. It's cobwebs. Arzad's doing something down there. But like, there's something happening. But in the service of what? The crown? The revolution? The devil? Whoa. Good writing. It is very fun writing on this one. Yeah, it's a good one. We have plenty of time to get to George Washington still. If we, if maybe we can yeah. find out what's going on here, or maybe it's time to just book it, just right. run down the stairs and take off. But everybody else is going to be back any second, so we got to be careful if we're going to run. Yeah. So did you choose to go look for the uniforms, or did you choose to go run down the stairs? I really, I'm really hoping <laughs> we didn't do the same here, thing here, because that would be perverse. <laughs> I ran down the stairs. I went looking for the uniform. Okay, that's I feel that's okay. Wild. I feel better. Why can uh, I tell you? I don't you? think that huh. you're going to get a cooler ending than me, so I think you should go first, but yeah. it's up to you. I would love to tell you my ending. It wasn't much of a journey, I'll tell you that. Oh, dear. I run down the stairs two steps at a time. I burst out the door. I jump onto my horse. We gallop down the road. I'm clip-clopping the whole time. <laughs> clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. <laughs> All the way down the stairs. <laughs> Your horse's name is Clip-clop, and it makes him go. But uh, I only get a quarter mile before I run into the rest of the party on their way to the mansion. Yeah. I try to, I try to think of an explanation. I say, I'm assuming you made fun facts for this book. Yeah, I made fun facts for this book. And you're making those sounds to make me play the fun facts song. That's what's happening. You got it, man. Y'all know what time it is? That's right. It's Founding Fathers Fun Facts. Three point Hetty for my daddy. That's right. Nothing for my daddy but a three point Hattie That's right. on his head. Good. Uh, here's a little fun fact about the Founding Fathers. I can't wait. Did you know that George Washington... I'm so sorry. I owned... hate to stop you. I have to stop you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Where did this fun fact come from? Oh, that's a great question. Um, kind of general knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did look it up, but I didn't have a specific uh, URL. So I would say... Let me let me just double check where I was looking. Okay. Uh, HTTPS colon slash slash www.google.com is where <laughs> I would start. Okay. Did you know... That George Washington owned many enslaved people, mm-hmm. but Ben Franklin only owned seven enslaved people. Okay, so... <laughs> huh. So, like... And, like, when he was, like, 70 and about to stop owning people, he only owned two people at that point. Gotcha. So, he gets, point, how many, he gets, he gets points for that? No. Okay. <laughs> it's still really bad. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for that fun fact. It was very fun. Yeah. It's good to know. It's important to know that part. Yeah. Uh, where were you? Where you were, was uh, I? You dropped something. You're like, I, uh, um, I'm making uh, up an explanation to say 
why I'm running away from the mansion. I say, I uh, I dropped something back there. They look confused. Yeah, sure. And I take advantage of that confusion, and I give my horse a kick and turn into the woods to get around them. Wow. But a tree branch knocks me out of my saddle. Whoopsie. Another way to say that would be, I ride into a tree branch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and fall off my horse. <laughs> ah, I cry in pain, my leg. <laughs> oh. So I ride up to these people. They're like, why is this dude hauling butt at us? I yeah. stop. I say, uh, I dropped something back there. And then I bolt. <laughs> They're like, what? You start right away, you hit a tree. I just bolt to the left. Right <laughs> right into a tree. Aww. And then fall to the ground and start screaming about my leg. Um, <laughs> they, they, One of them feels my leg and says it's broken. They take me back to the mansion. Arzad sets my leg in a splint. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm through the pain, I'm hazily aware they're leaving the mansion. And he, he's like, we have no time to lose, but we will come back for you after we finish with the knight errant. So they leave. Whoa. And I'm just there with my broken leg in the mansion. <laughs> it didn't give me away, at least. But I still don't know what these people are up to. What's worse, there's a little chance I'll be able to get my message to George Washington. Oh, no. The end. Boy with a broken a leg of in a mansion in the woods. And you have to wait for so long to learn the mystery of what's going on. Probably all the way to the end of the quiz, I imagine. That's about right. Yes. Do you want to do a quiz for a minute? I would love to. Okay, great. When you're gonna take a quiz, but the guy has switched one word from the title of the book. Will you call it a one-word switch quiz? Which word was switched? I can't tell you because that's a quiz. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. It's a one-word switch quiz. It's a colonial stuff version. So I'm, I switch a one word from a title. Where'd you find that good drum pattern? I play, it's in the, it's in, um, it's in Logic. Which oh, one? I use two different ones. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm switching that one word or two in some cases. With words uh, that are things from colonial times. That's very good. And you got to tell me what the real title is and the word that's missing. Do I have to tell you what the word from the colonial times means? Uh, no. I mean, you can if you want to. They're not really tricky. It's a chance for me to show off. I didn't use anything that anybody couldn't explain. <laughs> Let me have this. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. The waistcoat forever. Waistcoat as a, like a yeah. cummerbund, but longer. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cummerbund, but maybe. it drapes. drapes. <laughs> it's like a vestment. The waistcoat forever. It's the race forever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's the race forever. Yeah. Uh, the mystery of musket rock. Musket. That's a small uh, mammal. It's like a gopher kind of. <laughs> sure. Mystery of musket rock. Uh, mystery. Uh, chimney rock. Very nice. That's correct. Breaches patrol. Breaches Patrol. That's a, it's a really swampy beach. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go to the beach. We're not going to the beach. But you said it's a beach trip. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Breaches. <laughs> With Brett Midler. Okay. Need it again? No, it was good. Breaches patrol. Go, go to the breach. I got to bring my breach brag with my brookie broad. <laughs> uh, space patrol. You did it. That's it. That's the right one. Um, The Phantom Lantern. Huh? Oh, Lantern. Lantern, Lantern is Lantern. an old-fashioned light switch. Uh, <laughs> Phantom Submarine? That's correct. Yes. This one is two words that have been replaced, but there are three possible correct answers. Whoa. The mystery of the powdered wig. Oh, no. The mystery of the Highland Crest? Yeah, that's one of the options. Good job. Let me see if I can think of any other ones. Okay. Powdered wig is like a wig, but you just it's like you just add water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> mystery of the... 
Forgotten Tomb. No. No, I can't remember the other ones right now. What are the other ones? Secret Room. Oh, jeez. That's ridiculous. S- Sacred Stones. What? That's not one. Yeah, it is. Yikes. <laughs> quill Wings. Ah, Quill. That's a um, part of a bird. Uh, Quill Wings. Silver Wings. Great job. Yes. This is another two-word one, but there's only one possible answer. Okay. Cherry Tree Champion. Skateboard Champion. That is not two words. I'll be more clear. It's not oh. two syllables. It's two words. I thought you meant... I got you. Okay, okay. Yeah. I appreciate your leniency on that. No problem. <sighs> two words with a champion at the end. Yeah, you're right about that. Is it, so, so I feel like it's something weird. Is it stock car champion? Yeah, that's really good. That's, like you got that really? one. Really? <laughs> that's one? That's wild. <laughs> Pipe, go home. Uh, pipe was back then was a euphemism for uh, men's private parts. Pipe go home. Alien go home. That's correct. Alien yeah. go home. Yeah. Grave horses. Woof. Which one's the fake one there? Oh, you're not gonna tell me, huh? Grave horses. Grave diggers. No, that's wrong. Se- tall horses. <laughs> no, that's also wrong. I don't know. What is it? The answer to your question. Grave robbers. I'm too late. I'm too late, but I thought of it. You're right. It was grave robbers. I changed the word robbers and put in horses. (laughs) Grave diggers would be a much worse choose your own adventure book than grave robbers. (laughs) Who do we have coming in today, you ask? (laughs) Dreading the answer. (laughs) All right, last one. Are you ready? Yes. Treasure of the Almanac Dragon. What? Oh, uh, (laughs) treasure of the... (laughs) This almanac is a um, lar- yeah. You've a identified large, the word. A actually. large book. Yeah. So it's the, something like the sapphire dragon. The root. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Really close. It's the onyx dragon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like it, um, Pokemon. You did really good. Good job. You I messed up, close. but you did really good. I messed up, but I was close. Yeah. At least I defined all the words right. Yeah. You. Yes. Yeah. All right, now you want to know what happened that. in my adventure because mine is better than yours. Yeah, what did you do? You did. All right, I didn't run down the stairs. I went to check on the uniforms. I can't believe you're turncoat. That's what you are. Because whatever, no, whatever's going on is intriguing enough to stay. I got time to get to Washington. I need to know what's going on here. You do. That's crazy. So I go upstairs. I find a closet full of blue uniforms. That's American blue. Army uniforms. I'm like, what? And then I hear people coming in downstairs. Everybody's here now. Uh-oh. Then the countess comes up and she says, ah, you found the uniforms. And then everybody comes in and puts on these uniforms. So I ah, do too. Okay. Right? Um. But then I see the countess again, and I'm like, oh, she really looks like a French countess. She's got a silk dress. It's all got jewels all over it. I thought she was putting the uniform on. No, no, no. Everybody else did. Oh, okay. That was my bad. Got it. Um, She said, you ready? Everybody's waiting. It's a long way to Haverstraw. What? And and I'm like, wait, I got a lot of questions, right? Who's the knight errant? Why we got these uniforms? Why is she dressed like a countess? Yeah, yeah. So I can either say I have a question, or I can say, tell him I'll be right down. I'm leaving you in suspense. I decided to say, I'm t- uh, t- uh, Tom, I'll be right down. Thank you. No questions for now. Thank you. Okay, that's fair. I don't know fair. what's going on. That's fair. Um, she's like, hurry up. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we go outside. There's a gleaming four-horse carriage. Ooh. The countess is up front, or well, in the coach, not up front, along with Arzad, who looks like a French count now with a powdered wig and the whole deal. Okay. Um, there's a big picture on page 20 and 21, if you want to see. Thank you. One of the guys uh, who's dressed as a soldier has a horse for me, so I get on it, and I fall in line in front of the carriage. Whoa. And we go up uh, along the Hudson towards Haverstraw. Huh. And and then people are waving and cheering as we go by, and Arzad is like waving his handkerchief in a fancy way. Like American soldiers escorting French royalty. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Huh. Uh, so there's a barge, and they take us across the Hudson, and we get to Haverstraw, and then Alexander Hamilton what? comes What? From the play. Yeah, he's in that famous play. And then he's also General Washington's aide-de-camp. Sure, sure. Um, and these are Count and Countess de Trompereau. Okay. Uh, so Hamilton welcomes them in the name of George Washington, the American Army. Nice. Uh, he's happy to meet them. Okay. I'm like, this is getting weird. Yeah. So we all go along towards Washington's camp, and everybody's cheering. 
and there's a 12-gun salute and everything. You're like, what is going on? How are these people trick everybody? Sure. And George Washington is standing outside of his tent waiting for them. So I'm like, should I expose the Avengers right now in front of everybody? Oh, man. Or should I just keep an eye like on them? Like they're infiltrating so, in their yeah, disguises. Yeah. So I decide to expose the charade. Good for you, man. Yeah, the charade. That's my favorite Avenger, the charade. (laughs) So I yell at Alexander Hamilton that they're imposters. (gasps) And he's like, are you you nuts? And I'm like, no, I I don't know what they're doing, but we went to a mansion to put these clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) So they dragged me away. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. uh, And put me into the, uh, the stockade. No. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, that's like lemonade, but with chicken stock. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I have an urgent message about the British attacking Philadelphia, and the guy in charge is like, everybody knows they're going to Albany. Can I ask a question? And you'll get to see Washington at your court martial. Yeah, what? How much sugar would you think you would need to make stockade <laughs> for it to be refreshing? A lot, but way less than you think. Really? Okay. <laughs> And you hit a point where even with the sugar, it's not refreshing pretty quick. <laughs> okay, I got you. It's really about the ice. So, uh, what's going? On? What's happening? You, how long are you sitting there thinking about? <laughs> I just get something about stockade and how you'd make it. <laughs> I say I have an urgent message. The captain's like, "You give it to him at your court martial." You see Washington then. Well, that's convenient. So I'm like, "Look, I got this letter. Look, read this letter. You'll see. I'm not making it up." And he reads it, and he's like, "Look, I don't know who Hubert Hogglebottom, Hogglebottom is." Oh, but I don't think Washington cares. No. So I read it, and it's addressed to somebody named Hubert Hogglebottom. No, that's nothing. And saying that his two suits of clothing will not be available for some time, and it's signed Hercules Mulligan. What? So I'm kind of concerned. But that I guy's from the mind. play, too. Hercules Mulligan? Yeah, he's a main character in the play in the first half. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. He just raps. Okay. Well, um, so I think that's a clue. So if Alexander Hamilton had read that, he would have caught that that was a clue, I bet. That this I is see. From a see, friend. now I'm starting to get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my options here are to try to escape at all costs or just wait for that court-martial because I'm sure my name will be cleared there. Oh, that would be, that seems easier. Well, not for me. I'm going to escape this. I'm going to escape this place. Yeah, you're not one to wait around. No, this is important. Um, so it turns out that I'm looking at the stockade. It looks pretty rickety. Mm, so I wait till the captain's not paying attention. And I, I start working on the bars at the back and I, man, and I managed to get them loose. Ooh. So then I squeak out of there and then I run to George Washington's tent. I know I won't get in the front. So I go around the back. Nice moves. And I come in right behind the count who's right behind Washington <gasps> and the count raises his arm. So I leap on him. We crash down. Everybody's like, what's going on? I'm trying to get the object out of his hand. It turns out it's a dagger. What? So Washington's like, a dagger wasn't the meaning of this. You actually saved George Washington. Yeah. And then and then the Count's group turns on the Patriots, and we all get in a big fight. I join in. What? And we soon have the Avengers under control. No problem. Um, That's and insane. The Count like spits at Washington. He's like, traitor, infidel, barbarian. Oh. And I, I realized, oh, I know who the knight errant is. It's yeah, George Washington. It's Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get up the nerve to show Washington the letter, and he laughs. He's like, ah, it's for my good friend Hogglebottom. That means we'll just put a little of this. And he puts some um, invisible ink revealer on the letter. Oh, yes, you're in. And there they are, the British plans to invade Philadelphia. And that's the end. Dang. Yeah, I did great because I the spoiled the bad thing. guys you... and I saved George Washington you and I saved America. You saved George Washington from dagger murder. You yeah. got him the message. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing, man. You got like the best read. Yeah. Huh. Hey, we got one other thing. We're going to do bingo with this. I got like too. the worst read. Do you want to play the bingo thing? Yeah, let's do a bingo. Incorporate the bingo into whether or not we think who got the best yeah, read. That's, let's do it. Whoever sees the most Benjamin Franklin is the winner. That's all the rules that you need to play Benjamin Franklin bingo. Yeah, it's Benjamin Franklin bingo this time. So whoever sees the most Benjamin Franklin wins. I didn't see any Benjamin Franklin. I didn't see any. <laughs> so no points for Benjamin Franklin bingo this week. Okay, sure, sure, sure. You got a Hercules Mulligan. You got an Alexander Hamilton. You got lots of goodies in yours. Yeah, yeah, but you know, didn't didn't matter. Whole lot of Hogglebottom. <laughs> very jealous yeah fantastic read matt wait a book thanks i enjoy i had a good time i guess that's why you're the professional and i still don't get paid <laughs> yeah
Yeah, don't, we don't talk about that. But you're right. It's easier. It's just, no, we agreed it would be too confusing to try to split it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good job on your read. <clears throat> Dang. I mean, I, I'm tempted to play the who will, like, who won the read, but it was you. Yeah, but don't you think you should play it anyway? Yeah. One will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yeah, it was me. Matt. Congratulations, All right, everybody. I'll write it down. But I'll get my revenge exactly a year from today. <laughs> if we remember to do it. <laughs> uh, all in all, pretty fun book to read, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, as fun as You Are a Shark? I doubt it. Not, not definitely We'll not. find out soon. We'll find out very soon, ideally. Sorry for the minor delay. <laughs> ideally next week, we'll see. Maybe we'll do a little, um, I don't know, we'll chat about that, man. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll get it in time. It's, this is a tricky book to get, and it is not cheap. Yeah, it is, it is a collector's <laughs> edition, which just means we should have it anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt. Yeah, hey, what's up? For now, I think, though, the users have done their part. They listened to the podcast. It was great. Yeah. They felt things, <laughs> a lot of things, good things. Lucky them. Lucky, lucky them. So now we should let them go, but we should do a little complete and concrete first yeah let's single out one person to really humiliate them you know with positivity to put them on the spot where everybody is now thinking about them yes um, please our compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism i have one without the other why that be no fun no fun Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concretes. It is complies and concretes. Complies are com- I'm not doing this. We just then we decided I don't have to do that. Any- I shouldn't do that anymore because everybody knows. Yeah, are. everybody I think knows now. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, and if you if you want to get one, you know what to do. That's weird to it not say It feels weird not it. to do it, yeah. Happy 4th of July. I'm not going to say it Happy today. Happy 4th of July. You deserve you it on know. this, the day of America. So who in the heck is going to get Copies and Conquerors today? What the heck will they be? Well, I'll tell you who. First, we're going to randomly generate a number, and that will just determine for us, without us having to think about it, who gets it. I love it. Let's do it. It's the Kyle Thomas from what? the Discord. Kyle Thomas. Great job, the Kyle Thomas. Um, it turns out, guess what? You get copies and concretes today. It turns out that, guess what? Copies and concretes this time are founding father quotes. Ooh. And we will, of course, uh, transform those into compliments and bits of constructive criticism. Fantastic. So let me roll this 20-side guy and see where we're at. Okay. Here's a copy. To succeed, this is from Benjamin Franklin. To succeed, jump as quickly at opportunities as you do at conclusions. Is that saying to jump quicker at opportunities or jump? As quickly at opportunities <laughs> as you do. So it doesn't at matter con- if you do those things quickly or slowly. They just have to be done at the same pace as each other. I, I think he I think he's giving you a little a wink there that you know people tend to jump at conclusion jump I to don't. conclusions. Personally, I don't do that. I'm proud of that about myself. Well, <sighs> Which actually tracks because I really take my time with opportunities also. Okay, well then I think you're doing it right. It's a one-to-one. But it's not about me, is it, Matt? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the Kyle Thomas. So look, what does this mean as a compliment? It means that that they already know how to do this. Yes. And, And at no point were you confused about what Benjamin Franklin is saying. You get it. Yeah. He's a, he's a funny old man. But yeah, you're already doing it. Yeah, you take that in. You're like, yeah, I acknowledge that life lesson. That's something that I strive for, and I'm going to continue to strive for that. You, yeah. It's not easy for people to jump on opportunities. Most people can't just do that. So keep it up. Right. And it's and so easy for us, even if we don't act on it, to jump to a conclusion and know, oh, pff, boy. Not me. But. I'm not going to act on that conclusion, but my brain went there. Yeah, my brain doesn't, But when your brain though. sees that opportunity and jumps at it, you know, you know to go with it, and that's what's cool. Yeah, good on you. You're role model for all of us. Speaking of role model, I'm rolling a 20-sided guy now. For what? The concrete. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is something the famous Thomas Jefferson once said, mm-hmm. or probably a bunch enough to write it down. I didn't Somebody see- wrote it down. Okay. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. <laughs> that kind, that's. <laughs> I think I understand what he was going for, but like Thomas Jefferson wasn't already creepy enough. That, I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just this is just a reminder that sometimes we all need to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. You you might be feeling like uh, you don't want to take a chance. You see opportunities and you know to jump in them, but are you? It's it's good to remember that um, sometimes you just got to do something you haven't done before. If you want something bad, if you want something that you have never had before, that yeah. it's just it's that comfort zone is comfy, comfy. But sometimes I, you got to get out there. I just don't like that quote. Trying from something Thomas new Jefferson. to get something new. I don't like that quote from Thomas Jefferson. It's really the willing to do. It's I know yeah. exactly what he means, but geez whiz, yeah, we don't know exactly what he means. I don't. Love yeah, we, everybody knows exactly. But. Take that constructive criticism. Take what you want from it because you're killing it out there. Yeah, you're doing great. Just like all you other time. users, you're kicking buns. Yep. And taking dogs. Don't do that. <laughs> no, like I've been like I was trying to do a hot dog thing, buns and hot dogs. Oh, like dogs. a hot dog thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, if it, yeah, Fourth of July is definitely the day to take a dog. Oh, you take the mustard. Yeah, you take the mustard and you put it on the dog which you took. <laughs> it's, it's yours now. That's your, it. Was always um, your dog. Go have a wonderful day, whatever day it might be for you. Uh, I plan to do the same. Matt, I hope that you do the same. Okay, I will. And do that seven more times (laughs) until our next episode. Or more than seven more times, because what if we put this out on the July 4th? (laughs) That's true. That would be one more, maybe. This is an extra gift for you. Uh, Thank you for your patience as we get the new book. And thank you all for voting on the new book. It's so fun to see people um, come out and let their will be known even if it's to vote for yeah a and, wild book and just so yeah and so people know across both uh twitter and discord it was a very tight race between these books it was yeah, yeah. so thank you all very 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 much we'll be back uh shortly until then y'all take care to keep your business drier than yourselves Paul Bunyan? Is that anything? <laughs> what did he sign? The- <laughs> Paul Bunyan signed. Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I think Paul Bunyan signed the Declaration of Independence. He must have, right? He's famous. Yeah. John Henry, Paul Bunyan. Not to be that guy, but who's going to stop him? Babe the Blue Ox. Yeah, that's the only dude who could do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>